1: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Hello, everybody. Every time, I don't know how to do this and not make people laugh. Hello, everybody! Um, welcome to another episode of Broadway Breakdown, My Obsession. Um, I know you're thinking, wait a second, I subscribe to a podcast with Matt Koplik and John Wiscavage. Well, guess what? He busy! So, it's still me. Hopefully you enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy, it because with me today is a talented, humorous, intelligent woman. Aw. Yes, I tried to get Audra McDonald. She is not returning my texts uh, or my DMs. It's so sad. Uh, but until I get her, I am thrilled to have Miss Melanie Brooke. Hello, Melanie. Hello. How are you today?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I am so well. Uh, <laughs> Melanie just came from an audition looking like the most colorful, Instagrammable There's, high schooler. It's great. Tw-
0: that's exactly what I was going for. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank
1: you. We're one of of the same mind. I love it. Um, I first came to know Melanie's work. I feel like anyone who uh, is listening to this podcast knows her work as well, at least through the theater theater community. Uh, I don't know the backstory of the video. You'll have to give us that in a second. Okay. But it's a video of Melanie doing a medley. The medley, you ask is of the, quote unquote, do not call, do not sing list, which is the infamous term for songs that are considered overdone, uh, that people don't like to hear, yada yada, and Melanie made a medley out of all of them. It was ingenious. They all worked so well. Thank you. Um, my personal favorite transition is the far from Skid Row, I dream will go somewhere that's ba-da-da-da-da, and then the look you do. Over, Thank the, you. That's like that's over the not, rainbow?
0: That's not usually the most liked. It's usually what? fly dove sing sparrow. Gimme fat boy.
1: Wait. Oh, what is, is it, it? The, the <laughs> yeah. Gimme fat boys famous arrow. Gimme give gimme give that thing called no. Love.
0: Wait, no, I'm forgetting how it goes. Oh,
1: um, no, it's oh, it's. Is it right after Don't Rain on My Parade? Fly
0: dove. Oh no no it's.
1: Or is it the wicked riff at the end of? the Game r- Game. What's
0: right before "Fly Dove"? Oh, everyone deserves the chance to fly, fly dove. Yes, that's yes. usually the favorite. So thank you for.
1: for well, that um, one—they're all gems. First of all, you. I mean, I'm 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 at Tiffany's right now, and I'm picking my favorite <laughs>
0: uh,
1: tennis watch. Is that what they're called? The tennis neck, tennis necklace. I don't know or what
0: you're saying. The, but like
1: the like the diamond neck uh, bracelets or tennis bracelet? Tennis bracelet. That's what I'm trying to think of. I
0: don't know what that is, but it's, I believe you. It's
1: a very. Uh, upper crust white term which is like it's a it's a diamond bracelet but it's like very small you wear it to tennis yeah i guess like white women who were rich wore them to tennis a lot um, but they're just like they're diamond bracelets okay, um but, anyway, I'm but it. it's, it's fine <laughs> picking my favorite tennis bracelet um but anyway so that's how you m- might know her fellows. that is how i know her how did that video come about please tell do tell
0: so uh i was a recent grad and I was just trying to, you know, get myself out there. So I entered this contest at 54 below. It was just 54 below at the time. No Feinsteins. Yes. And it was to win your end. own cabaret, hmm. which at the time, maybe it was just my perception, but I feel now anyone, you know, yeah. like you could just do your own cabaret. But at the time I was like, oh my God this would be my big break. So... But this
1: also this was like six years ago. So, yeah, like, it was, it was very much still a big deal. It was a
0: big deal. Like, the only people performing at 54 Below at that point were Broadway stars. Yeah. So it was like an 11.30 show, and I went and did the first round and sang, like, a Justin Timberlake song and mm-hmm. somehow made it to the second round. And they were like, okay, for the second round, show your creativity. Show, uh... What your cabaret would be like if you won mm. the highest stakes? So at this point, I was living in a teeny tiny studio, sharing a bed with my best friend April Laval. Hey, and April. hey, April, do you know April? No. Oh, she's from Long Island. I'm just saying yes and right now. I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Long Island theater community small. But so we I was like, what can I do? What can I do? I don't remember. I think it was my idea to do a medley of. St- songs that you weren't supposed to sing. Mm-hmm. But it was April's idea to make the transition. Now I feel like nowadays there's a lot of that, but I think it might have been the first of its kind that transitioned not... Like, so seamlessly, instead mm-hmm. of, um, here's a song, here's an interlude, here's mm-hmm. another song.
1: Well, because you have the lyrics kind of all yes, floating yes, out. yes, that's not what I mean, the, the lyrics, like,
0: going in. So, I think that's kind of what made it unique. So, me and April both wrote it, well, not wrote it, but, um, arranged it. Yeah. And I really had no idea that it was going to be liked, mm-hmm. or, like, it, ooh. um...
1: But you liked it.
0: Yeah, I thought it was fun, it was cute, whatever. And then 54 Below's YouTube uploaded it, and it got, like, so many views. And then it was deleted. It was deleted? Yes, like, a few weeks later, (sighs) someone flagged it for, like, copyright. I don't know what happened. Oh, my God. But my 22 year old self was devastated.
1: I just remember, like, it went very (laughs) viral. Um, In the
0: musical theater land.
1: Yes, which, but like, I'm pretty sure it was like six digits within a few weeks, which is huge for like the musical musical theater theater land. Land. This is pre Hamilton, pre Dear Evan Hansen, so we were not on the radio yet.
0: (laughs) We were not on the radio. It was on the radio. No,
1: (laughs) imagine It (laughs) it was on the radio. That's why I got flagged, girl. (gasps) Stephen Schwartz, like, give me that money.
0: (laughs) Imagine, but yeah, so that's how it came to be. And then from there, and then I won the contest, mm-hmm. which was cool. Did my own show, which was cool. Um, yeah, but that that's how it was created. Me and my friend April just did it, and it was fun.
1: Yeah, but, but now <laughs> like it's it it got uploaded The video got reuploaded. It got you
0: re-uploaded. Can, yes,
1: has nearly a million views. Sure. Do not roll your eyes at that. That is a huge deal. Still
0: bitter. I expect. mean, I'm pretty
1: sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you were to say my name to nearly a million people they all would just go i don't have time to hear that name like <laughs> like I, that's that's a name i don't i don't have time to remember just like throw it away so congrats on that um thank you yeah. and i mean <laughs> we could go into how we met but it's it's very sexual it's very dirty it's it's, it's, it's a turkish bathhouse it's
0: very dirty uh, picture
1: it sicily 1987 <laughs> it's a golden girls reference everybody um Melanie, though, is here to talk about her Broadway Obsession, Mm. uh, which is one of mine as well. I've talked about it it on this podcast a great deal. I'm excited to hear your take on it.
0: Yes. Um, And let me say that I went through, I was like, okay, you know, I went through many options of what my, because I have several Broadway obsessions. And several shows that I would love to talk about. But I was like, what's truly the most genuine to my (laughs) child broadway obsessed self Mm -hmm. because i kind of think of my like i of course i still love theater and musical theater but there was a time when i it was my life Mm -hmm. so i was like what was it then that really like got me deep into this world Mm -hmm. and that's what i came to shall we reveal
1: (laughs) we shall i just do want to say one quick thing when you're like there was a time when it was my world i'm like i'm still there unfortunately <laughs> i that's don't great. i don't know what hobbies are i don't know people i just go see shows and i say oh uh darling levi you're my best friend no shade that's amazing no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, i mean i just saw the inheritance yesterday with my grandmother a full day marathon that's like the kind Did of person i am it? i loved parts of it okay uh, I have I'll not seen on, it yet. I'll go into d- more detail when I have John back, as he saw it and okay. he was not a fan of a lot of it. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. So you guys will discuss. We will
1: discuss. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Parts of it I loved. It is too long. It does not need to be seven hours. Right. I, like, sitting there alone, I was like, I could cut an hour out of this easily. And, like, give me a week with the writer and the director. We could make another hour of cuts. Right. Um, but that was just me. It was always engaging. It was always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some peen, which I'm always here for.
0: Have you seen Slave Play?
1: I have. Paul Alexander <sighs> Nolan peen. Yeah. This wow. is the season Amazing. of peen. That's the fourth play of the season where I've seen peen. It's I the love a peen. Of peen. You know
0: what? I love a peen. Ask me why. And,
1: and it's Paul Alexander Nolan. Yes, God.
0: God, yeah, Jesus, yes. Did you see him as Jesus? Yes.
1: I- <laughs> okay, so we'll get into an obsession in a second. Okay, wait, but Jesus this is start with him. One of the best sung shows I've ever seen. Unreal and
0: flaw, and just so easy. By the- his stomach stuck with me in that show. I don't know if you noticed his breathing fucking technique. Mm. Are we allowed to go? Sorry. Yes. The- his, br- his stomach, I can't even explain. Like, I was watching his breathing the whole time because he was shirtless the whole show. Thank yes, God. Yes, he was. Thank um, God. Thank Jesus. And his <laughs> technique, like, I don't know. Like, wild. He was just screlting, but God, so laying healthy. down.
1: Yeah. Like, and, what and the most- I die?
0: Like... Didn't try. No.
1: And it, it was so relaxed. And there were some people I know who complained about his Jesus, not vocally, but they were like, he was just so deadpan. I was like, he was tired. He was exhausted. Like He was were... the
0: most real Jesus Christ I've ever Absolutely. seen. Coming from a Jewish girl from Long Island. Same, Jesus. I am. Well, not Long same... Island, but a Jewish girl here. I, I mean, I was like, this is. This is it. Yeah. And I feel like it was very overlooked, the oh, performance. I was like, absolutely. oh, he's winning the tone, And then, like, no one cared. No one cared. And I was like, guys, hello?
1: I'm not the biggest Des Mackinac fan, but I thoroughly enjoyed that production of Jesus Christ Superstar. I and Vocally Peerless, he, I thought he was amazing. I point to it all the time. There's a bootleg. Sorry about it, everybody. There's a bootleg. Yep. Where you can hear him in Everything's Alright, where he goes, you'll be lost and you'll be sorry when I'm gone. And it's, I think it's an A, maybe even a B flat. It is so crystal clear. Oh. His face is so dr- relaxed. And I just want to punch him in the face, but then he showed me his penis last week, and I'm fine.
0: I'm fine now. <laughs> I'm Finally, fine he now. has made it up <laughs> to you. The circle
1: is complete.
0: Billy, I beg to differ with you. How do you mean? You're the top. Yeah. You're an arrow collar. You're
1: the top. You're a dog. So Melanie's obsession is what exactly?
0: It is the Broadway World message boards.
1: mm Hmm. Um, when, when were you exposed <laughs> to the message board of Broadway world?
0: When I was a young lad, so I th- like, like many actors of my generation, Spring Awakening was really my entrance into, you know, I wasn't like a five-year-old obsessed with Patty Lapone. I was just a normal human who saw Spring Awakening and my mm-hmm. life was forever changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went on the internet. And I think, I mean, I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but I'm sure I was just Googling like Spring Awakening, how to be in Spring Awakening. Like how I saved up to sit on that stage more times that I was, pretended I was in the cast. Like it was truly embarrassing. Um,
1: It was your formative years. Don't be embarrassed of what made you you today. Yes,
0: right. So somehow I came across the Broadway World message boards Mm. and became obsessed. Yeah. Every day after school went on. My username was Future replacement. <laughs> <laughs> The end, the end. It's actually kind of clever. Like I, I love like a, that. I kind of like it. Um, and How old are you, like
1: 13, 14? Yeah, like That's, I... I love that confidence.
0: Like, wow, wow, wow. Good for you. Good for me. Um, so, yeah, so my first memory of it, of interacting on the Radaway World message board, was searching for because at this time they were having the big spring awakening open calls to find Mm -hmm. teenagers i was a little too young i was like 13 Mm -hmm. which maybe lee michelle was too we don't know
1: i think when she started but that also had like the longest gestation period ever right so
0: so i was searching the boards for info for like insider info on how to like go to the open call if i was too young to go blah 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 and my first interaction was with Andy Miantis, who... I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know who he is, but he ended up... But for the
1: sake of the muggles.
0: For the sake of the muggles, he... Well, he did Spring Awakening. This was before. I think he was, like, a freshman at University of Michigan at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's had, like, a really great career ever yeah. since um but it's just, he just funny he sprang away from
1: twice actually from this point did he yeah. well he did the tour mm-hmm. and then oh, he yeah did, then and then he did the
0: revival yes he of did course, of he course
1: did. he did both
0: yes and his husband directed We yes both. so we have this message interaction me 13 him 20 maybe mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, so you went to the Spring Awakening Open call. What was it like? And he wrote back, like, this long paragraph, being really kind and, like, explaining what it was like. And I was like, do you think I'm too young? And he was like, it's worth a shot. And I was like, thanks, Andy. (laughs) And then, like, fast forward 10 years, and he's, like, a Broadway star. (laughs) It's just so wild. You never know who you're interacting with on the Broadway World message boards. So that was my start, and that was my gateway into the world, Mm But what about you? Were you into it at that point? Or when, how did you discover?
1: I discovered Broadway World, I'm pretty sure, through a friend. Uh, So I, you know, I've always been a theater kid. Always obsessed. Right. Uh, Not Patti LuPone obsessed as, like, five-year-old. I've been on, like... I've been on record to say it's like the Disney princesses and Gene Kelly were like very formative to me as a kid.
0: Right. Um, and oh like, yes of course the Disney princesses.
1: I knew that. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we won't talk about that but yes you know that the Disney princesses are very important. High important. Impact. Yes. yes. Very, very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariel specifically. But that's not what this is about. <laughs> um So I started seeing theater when I was very young. I'm very fortunate to live in the area all my life, have Mm -hmm. family that lives in the area, have family that also enjoys going to theater and can afford to go. Right. And like taking me, it it, like gave them the thrill to see me see things. Yes. Um,
0: Yes. And let me shout out to my mom who was very into community theater growing up and mm -hmm. really like gave me access to that world
1: my family wasn't as supportive of me doing theater just because everyone in my family has been involved in the arts in some way that's not really creative like on the business side of things Mm -hmm. but they see a lot of people struggle in that respect right so nobody was really happy when I was starting to do it but they liked they were happy I was happy but they were like I wish it was something else that gave them happiness Mm. but they for the most part it was fine right let me go to theater camp do all that stuff um so what eventually got me into message boards was like every kid, like the internet was not something that was an everyday occurrence for me growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I, I didn't, I only used it really for researching purposes when I was in uh, middle school. And then eighth grade changed everything. Cause then I got my own AOL account. Mm. I did all this other stuff,
0: everything, everything.
1: Um, and a little show, about a little green outsider called wicked came out mm. and I wanted to know everything about it everything mm. about the people and all that stuff and a friend of mine I'm pretty sure was like this is actually really great message board and circa 2003 browser world actually was a pretty good message board um, not that right. it's and also, awful now but it's at different. that time
0: like that was the main way of communication through people on the internet yeah. like there were message boards yeah how many now in 2 at the end of 2019 are still active
1: very few very
0: few so it's so interesting that this has like stood the test of time and is still incredibly active mm-hmm. and impacting
1: the theater world well like, so we'll get into we'll that, get into that. that's oh. a double-edged sword for uh, me now with them uh but yes yes okay yes, sorry because yes, no, no. well, it's well first of all with, with runwayworld.com it's this whole wibbly wobbly ball of timey wimey stuff to quote dr who it's just like, Where's the beginning? Where's the end? It's a snake eating its own tail. Chicken hatching from the egg from... That was already a chicken. That was already an egg. Like, it's... You don't know where to start. Right. Uh, so, yes. Wicked friend. Made myself an account. Um, I lurked for a long time because I was a very shy 13-year-old. I eventually found my, like, voice as I got through high school. Um, and I would post every now and then. And I was 14, 13, 14, and I, you know, didn't know much. I thought I knew a bunch. I didn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very passionate about certain things. And what did me in originally was that I tried because they back in the day Broadway World had a lot of posters who had seen decades worth of theater had insight wrote really great reviews there was also sometimes juicy gossip but like for the most part it it was a lot of that and when I tried to when I was there to learn it was a wonderful experience but when I tried to like ride with the big kids and, like, mm. be snarky and sassy, I would get shut down immediately, which, like, right. of course I would. Mm-hmm. I was 14. But I remember it just being very, like, huh, huh. So I posted a little less regularly. I posted it again in college. And did in that college.
0: affect, like, were you upset by that or were you?
1: At the time, yeah, yeah, but it did help me grow. And I think that is also what has made me become the theater goer and, I don't want to say critic, I'm not a critic, but, like, the way that I, uh, um, absorb theater and how I analyze it mm. is is informed from Robert World in the sense of, like, I could be snarky, I could be sassy, that's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. To have a fully formed opinion about something positive or negatively, that came from reading people who I admired on the boards. People like Margot Channing, who, like, would write the most insightful things. Iconic. Iconic Margot Channing, R.I.P., mm. uh, Pal Joey. These are names, by the way, of uh, users. Of, of users. Pal Joey, uh, best twelve bars. Uh, there are some, and there are some people now who I like a lot. There's a uh, Wizard Marvin. There's Jordan Catalano, uh, uh, Lizzie Curry. Things like people like them who I think are who have I think good taste, but also are able to really fully explain themselves as right. to why they like or don't like something, and are able mm-hmm. to view things from different perspectives. Then you have people who are just like tunnel vision nothing anything and trolling or just like won't listen and we can get into that because of a certain thread that you brought up to me the other day when you were pitching this as your obsession mm-hmm. uh, yeah so that those people really kind of impacted me how I view it what I don't like about Broadway World now is that by lasting as long as it has has come at the price of Uh, it they create content now for the Broadway community. It used to be a, a message board for people who loved Broadway. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you had, like, actors and composers. Mark, Shurm, uh, Mark Shaman used to write on there and Anthony Rapp and mm-hmm. people like that. But then, like, someday, one day, and I want to say 2012. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't that. I think it was It was when nerds happened. You, I think you sent me the article, yeah. When nerds closed in rehearsals, people started making a thread about it. Mm-hmm. And were just very, they were trying to be funny. It was really just nasty. Right. Um, Which, you know, snark for the sake of trying to come off as clever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Patty Murin saw this and wrote a whole article about it. And from then on, Broadway World kind of went, okay, this is, it almost feels like a, um like a nightclub owned by the mafia where it's like, we're for the patrons, but we also have to do it like the people behind the bar say. Right. So there's this sort of understanding that like certain performers in the Broadway community can't be discussed on the message boards. Mm. Otherwise, it'll get shut down. Certain responses can get deleted. And it, it, it's now sort of become it's a like big...
0: police. Yes,
1: very police. Very, uh, I think it's 1984 is what I texted you. Yes. Very
0: 1984.
1: Yes. And like, I'm all for free speech and i'm also all for like thinking about what you write in
0: definitely And by the way shout out to patty murin off topic i just thought her article about having anxiety Mm -hmm. and having a panic attack while starring as a disney princess in a disney franchised musical was incredible Mm. and really important
1: she's a wonderful writer yes um and I, saw, I remember seeing her in Lysa Strata-Jones and thinking she was delightful. Didn't care for the show, but I remember thinking, like, that girl knows she how to commit. She knows how to commit to the thing. Yeah. Uh, to the bits. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I enjoy her. Uh, there was a more recent one that, because of the whole anxiety thing, and mm-hmm. somebody wrote a thread about her attendance in the show, which part of that is caused by the fact that she does suffer from anxiety. Right. Um, the, so there was what we call, like, the big, like, garbage fire early 2019 I think it was early 2019 maybe it was late 2018 with Broadway World where like a whole thread came down it got very nasty and the but the problem was was that nobody was really listening to each other anymore and I was like this was like at one in the morning and I remember like I thought I was just gonna look at the news and see what happened I was reading this thread so intensely like oh. waiting for the next person to post and then of course it all got shut down the message board the whole message board the whole, whole of Broadway <gasps> World got locked I didn't for, like, know 12 that hours. oh yes it was insane
0: oh that's crazy
1: well, People brought it to Patty Murray's attention. She called it out, and but she openly was like, "Broadway World, like we have like, an agreement." Do something
0: about it. And she was like,
1: "We have an agreement," and that's what made me go, "Like, oh, interesting." Uh, so, in some respects, I'm like, "Yes," like your name is being dragged through the mud. Like, totally come for yourself, and, like defend mm-hmm. yourself, and have them rise to six. But it was that one comment, like, "We have an agreement." I was like, "Okay, um, interesting." Yeah, whole thing got shut down. I didn't realize,
0: like, the website got shut down. Yeah. That's crazy. But
1: the thing that no one talks about is, like, the two people who were kind of dragging her the most were people who then were like, okay, before you come for me as a villain, no, like, here's my history with anxiety. Like, one of the posters, like, I had tried to commit suicide twice, and I've come from the brink and all this stuff. So that is where I'm at in terms of, like, no one's purely a villain. No. But this also stopped being a conversation four pages ago. Um, I don't even know how we got here. You asked how I got into Broadway World. I just started rambling. Can you tell that I saw The Inheritance? I started rambling for 20 minutes. Um, Not that they ramble on The Inheritance, but they have a lot of monologues. And I'm like, that's five monologues too many. Um, Anywho. Uh, But yes, that's how I came to Broadway World as a child. I grew from that. I don't grow from it as so much anymore because so I don't post anymore, I just lurk. We Same. both are, we both are children and we were
0: children, lurk. we are Pure lurkers. And something it's just so crazy to me that through my life, like it's always been a thing that I go back to. Always. So many th- like so many things I grew out of, I get obsessed with for a little bit, on to the next obsession. Mm-hmm. But even now, like my life is not as much musical theater as it used to be. And Truly, when I'm bored, somehow my thumb arrives at broadwayworld.com slash archives slash whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, why am I here? But I just can't. Something about it. It's like, it's addictive? I don't know. It is addictive. But I just want to like, I I don't know why.
1: But it's interesting.
0: People's takes on things are interesting. It is. And let me tell you that, I won't name names, but I know of a very big Broadway producer that goes on there, and I don't think he's the only one, that goes on there to get people's feedback, mm-hmm. like during previews, and like they will take things that these people are saying and like consider them seriously. Good! So That's it's, good. It's, it's just crazy to me that this message board that has survived all these years is just still such a big thing, and I just want to figure out why. <laughs> let's let's investigate (laughs) let's investigate Um,
1: well yeah I do still read it for like previews and get reports from that right but like even then there are times when I totally disagreed with people like absolutely um, I remember when the prom started previews like the initial reaction was so negative same thing with Beetlejuice and then I saw both and I was like what are we talking about these shows are delightful Yeah. yeah um And then, like, other shows that were just so highly praised, and I went and I went, really? Um, But, you know, that's where opinions come from. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Also, their casting threads where they're like, oh, just found out. kelly clarkson's the new jenna and waitress and it's like so wrong oh, but then so sometimes wrong. it's right yeah well sometimes they know things before anyone else does and i'm like
1: what's happening the company casting the all everything that's been going on with company that yeah
0: there's an in there somewhere there
1: there's some there are like three people in that in that message board who like know what they're talking about because katrina lank got uh uh leaked super early. Mm -hmm. And I remember because people were like, oh, it's going to be Jesse Mueller. No, it could be Stephanie J. Block because the the clue was... A, a Broadway actress who won a Tony Award within the last five years. Mm. And so people were like, Jesse Mueller, Emily Ashford. And then some people were like, I think it could be Katrina Lenk. And then, like, more people, uh, not more people, but like, there were one or two posters who were like, it's Katrina Lenk. And then everyone was like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong,
0: uh-huh. Katrina
1: Lenk. And then other people were dropping hints about like Matt Doyle and Christopher Sieber and things like that. And then that it was gonna go to the Jacobs and all that other stuff. Um, but yeah, then there are other times where people are like, oh yeah, Dreamgirls is going into the Hudson Theater in the spring. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> Who the fuck are you talking to? You made that up, you, but... you literally wrote that to put <laughs> it out into the universe. Oh my God. Or like, some somebody said, uh, like, oh, do you think that getting, like, left Mockingbird to do his two weeks din in Little Shop, like, it just all lined up so perfectly. And someone was like... No, I think this was just a very lovely coincidence. Yes. Like yeah, he ended his contract to take two weeks and then not have a job after that. Like, right. No, come on. <laughs> He's getting a motherfucking leg. He ain't gonna do that. Um yeah, it's sometimes the um the lack of knowledge of current posters sometimes is what mm-hmm. s- makes me struggle because people will post things with no knowledge. Right. So commandingly.
0: hmm
1: One thing we had um My friend Lucas McMahon, who's a Broadway producer, he came on and I was like, before we talk, and he produced like something rotten play that goes wrong. Like, Lucas, before we talk about your career, can we break down... Operating costs for a Broadway show for a quick second, because I want the message boards to know. Because right. every time those weekly, gro- I also check Broadway because of the weekly grosses. Mm. Every time those grosses are posted, people are like, "Well, such and such can't be that expensive to run. It has one set." I'm like, "They don't charge you per set piece. No, that's not how running it's costs not work." How it works. Gee, that's that. What's that? It's like that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. That's how <laughs> I feel every time someone posts that. Um, yeah, it's crazy, 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 it's but, crazy. but there's some wonderful stuff about it too. What is a happy memory for you on the Broadway world? Well,
0: first, my Andy Mantis love story. Love it. Um, (laughs) A happy memory. Hmm. Well, there are a few recent threads that I feel like maybe we should... Get into? Maybe. Also, just the... The tone of it all is mm-hmm. so funny to me. Yeah. Like, it's so... Oh, and do you know how Jesse Tyler Ferguson used to do readings? Yeah. Of like, I think there's so much comedic material, and the way people interact sometimes is just hysterical. Yeah. And I just wish, like... Also, a big part of this is that it's anonymous. Mm-hmm. So people make up these usernames. You have no idea who's behind the username. Mm-hmm. No idea. So it's just that's another kind of funny aspect to
1: it it's just so some people are truly brilliant on that website just in terms of like the responses It's the comedic timing genuinely funny the comedic timing is exceptional it's exceptional Um, but like yeah it is anonymous which is why i like that your producer friend and other producers look at it because something that i talked about with the broadway community because it is a rather small one um there's something, there, it's a term that John coined that I have repurposed for myself, and it's called toxic positivity, which <laughs> is um, positive energy and feedback that's not always true. Hmm. Um, and it's actually, speaking of slave play, I felt that to be a running theme in slave play, which was how like... In woke America, we've now put this like really beautiful quilt to cover the garbage pile that is race relations. To be mm. like everything's fine, I just see you for you, and we get confused when all this bile ruptures underneath it and seeps through because we're not actually addressing the issues. Right. And I feel that way a bit in the Broadway community. You don't have to comment because I know you are still in the theater community with your mm. videos and whatnot. No, no. Oh, never mind. She well, will no, comment that no, no, okay, no, now. I know. I am
0: no nothing against theater. I'm working more so like in TV and film realm right now, but. Honey, she was on the I Nick. Will... How do you know that? <laughs> I looked you up? That's
1: I looked so I wanted... funny. I was gonna like do a whole um so Nicole Byer on Why Won't You Date Me, which is one of the few podcasts that I actually listen to regularly. Yes. She will list her guest credits, but she doesn't actually know it. She like goes on the Ryan really and she just goes, You know them from the such and such, That's and such, and she goes, oh, you were on this.
0: That's and so funny. i was gonna do that. I was that like, for you're you. the only one who watched that. What?
1: you were on two episodes, it said.
0: I, correct. That but is but amazing. Anyway, like, Did you like, have a little arc? She, she had an arc. She had an arc, baby. She had an arc. But yes, no, of course I d- want to be on a Broadway show and hopefully will be in the future. But as of now, that that's sort of what I'm doing. But I don't know why I'm saying this.
1: Oh, because I was talking about the Broadway community. There, there, oh, yes. There no, are genuine I still, people. So
0: I have so many friends in the Broadway community and I love it. And um, But I totally understand what you're saying.
1: Thank you. yeah, yeah, like, and it's, I'm not trying to say it as a way to be like, everyone on Broadway is fake. Like... We all are capable of doing it. I I know that I've done it. I well, super also, hate conflict. Well, so it's I a thing it. that
0: like is just happening now because of social media, mm-hmm. where everyone is putting out all the highlights mm-hmm. and like not even the hi- just making things that might not be great look amazing. Mm-hmm. I had a very close friend in a huge, huge Broadway show. Um, That was having the worst time of their life, Mm -hmm. and you would never ever know it. Social
1: media is a complete lie, it's a
0: complete lie. So, I think that also adds to it a lot of like, yeah, I like that term toxic Toxic positivity. Toxic positivity, yeah. John came
1: up with it, but he was, it was, he used it to talk about um, people who were dealing with him after he had really major surgery from testicular cancer. Mm. It was like, you're gonna be fine, everything's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And he's like, toxic positivity. Um, So, I I recall it's okay
0: to be like, yeah. No, this really sucks. Yeah. And,
1: and as human beings, it changes what we need day to day. Right. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. That's rude of me. Oh. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a, You're toxic. I'm toxic. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> toxic and I, and I don't, I have tunnel vision. I don't see anything. Um, no, it's, it's, um, it's a combination of stuff. It's social media, it's branding, it's a desire to work again because the community is so small and you don't want to rub anyone the wrong way. Right. Um, but I, as I've said before, I also think if it's it takes if it it takes talent to put something together to put make it done well, but it also takes talent and intelligence to give negative feedback in a way that's not uh, destructive, and the person can actually listen to and he, mm. and respond to, mm. um, because you, you you get better from. The, from the, the less positive feedback i find mm. positive feedback's wonderful it's like get yourself out of bed and like walk out the door and we all believe what we need you to, to get out of the bed um but i do think it's the not like this was shit but rather like this was something that i think can make you can make stronger this was something that i didn't understand and or like this was a choice you made on stage that i thought felt a little false um but that's because i didn't see where you were coming from behind it uh mm. That, I mean, that's the stuff that I like to hear because it makes me... re Because then I, as a writer, or back when I was a performer, makes me reevaluate what I'm doing and think to myself, no, I, I'm going to defend this choice and here's why. And that makes me really understand right. my own work as well. There's this
0: really funny viral video by my two good friends, Tim Murray and Trey Gerald. It's called Stage Door Manners. Have you seen it?
1: I've seen a bunch of Tim Murray. So, oh, ooh, ooh, Melanie was in another video with Tim Murray. Uh, it's one of my personal favorites. It's called "We Get It." You know each other, uh, and it is so good. Thank but this is disgusting disgusting Stage
0: door manners. Um, manners is basically like a guy coming out of the stage door, and it's his friend who really didn't enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. I'll make you watch it after this. <laughs>
1: thank you. And it's
0: just—it's very funny, but it's what you're describing of like, wow, you had so much fun up there the the lighting design was incredible like just i mean and that for the video it's very funny but it is such a thing Mm -hmm. where like you cannot give negative feedback and i get that because when you're coming off of a performance you're fragile and your ego is fragile the last thing you want to hear is like yeah so what was that choice about yeah but like as a close friend i would love if asked yes for honest feedback yeah but you're right. I think in this world, it's it's scary yeah. and like not done. Yeah.
1: Well, and let's be clear, back when I was performing. I never asked for feedback unless I really wanted. Like right. after a show, I was never like, "So did you enjoy it?" I was like, "Thank you so much for coming. Yes. This is wonderful." Yes. Because I know I that's not the right time. There were very few friends that afterwards I would like sit down with them and be like, "Okay, thoughts." Um, and all of my friends who are still performers, some of whom are in Broadway shows, like no. Not to ask me unless they really want to hear. Because right. I don't, I don't lie. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not rude about it. No. If I didn't like the show, I'm also very fortunate to have friends who I, who I personally find to be very talented, but very intelligent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if they're in something that's shit, they usually know. They're aware. Um, And if they weren't having a good performance, they usually know. But they're smart. So in addition to being talented, they make good choices. So even if I don't like the show, I usually like them. Yes. And that is a saving grace. Yes. I'm very good that way about choosing my friends. Um, but-
0: <laughs> Tell Savannah,
1: but but like I yeah I don't believe when it comes to that especially when it's like it's your work it's your passion it's what you're trying to do I don't believe in lying about it but right. I also don't believe in tearing it down of course. unless you're finding Neverland <gasps> oh, which I've, I've said it before <laughs> I missed it's it you want you want to know what you missed you we missed do want to know
0: something so funny my boyfriend who is not an actor not in this world when we first met I was like have you seen any shows and he was like. Finding Neverland and I was like, that's the one show I've never seen and have not heard good. That's things, like but.
1: that's like saying, Oh yeah, no, I watched Drag Race, I watched season seven. It's like <laughs> no I like with you. How do you mean? You're the
0: top, yeah. You're an arrow yeah. You're the top You're a Coolidge
1: Dollar. We wanna open up some threads.
0: Yeah. Open shall up some threads.
1: Shall you shall I? Let's do it together, girl. Um, yeah, why don't you go first? Because this is, first of all, this is your rodeo.
0: One of the most recent titles of a thread. How would Evo van Hofe ruin your favorite show? That's good.
1: <laughs> that is a good one. I also, I mean, yeah, I don't care for Evo van Hofe. I find him to not be good. Uh, so I was never excited for that I West Side Story. I um,
0: his... Bridge from the view. Bridge view from the, view. <laughs> from the bridge. Help! Cancelled. I'm cancelled.
1: I saw his story from the I west side. I
0: saw his. <laughs>
1: I mean, to be to be fair, if oh. if if the, if, if the play does... is called View from the Bridge, you could call his production Bridge from the Honestly, View. Honestly,
0: I think that's what I was going for. Yeah, I can't find this thread. Oh,
1: do they, they, there's no way they deleted it.
0: They might have.
1: Um, okay, so you search while I the pull police up. came out. Uh, check is it are you on the first or second page of threads? Or?
0: Maybe it, maybe it's on the yeah, second. Yeah,
1: check, check the second page because it might have. It's been a while since somebody posted about it. Okay. Um, so while you look for that, yes, the thread that I brought up to you before we started that is now at the top of the thread chain Mm -hmm. Uh, there apparently was an issue at the Tuesday night performance of Mean Girls uh, involving Barrett Wilbur Weed. I don't really know what happened but apparently sound issues they claim she broke character was very uninvolved and then got replaced midway through act two, as Mm. did the conductor. So everyone's like, that's very strange to not only have a performer get replaced midway through the the second act, but also have the conductor replaced as well. And it was like, it seemed like there was a thing with the sound and that she was, something going on with the conductor. So basically what we have here is three pages of a combo of speculation, Mm -hmm. Barrett bashing, uh, and then like two or three people who, you know, I'm, I'm not saying this because they come to her defense, I'm saying this because of the way it's worded. Just show clearly shows it. But basically, Mean Girls spam accounts. Uh, that, that Mean
0: Girl what account? spam oh, accounts? Spam, oh, spam accounts. Sorry. Okay. I
1: talk fast. Mean Girls spam accounts. I didn't know if you said fan, fan
0: or, spam. or spam.
1: Both. But both work.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's,
1: it's, kind of you know, spy. Six spy. of one, half a dozen of the other, baby. <laughs> um, that took me longer than necessary to remember <laughs> what the phrase was. Uh, but it's it's people talking about Twitter linking stuff and. Uh, yes. Uh somebody somebody called the plastics, uh confirmed like yes, no emotion, blah blah blah, ad libbed a bit. This same account then comes back in uh oh, they also joined that day to to post about it. One of my favorite things that Broadway World does is that your status is upgraded based on how many posts you post. So oh, is you, that how it is? Yes. Okay, it's not based on yours. How many posts? And it you post. shows
0: when you joined mm-hmm. on every post.
1: Yes, it shows. Yeah, it, your, the date you joined is underneath your name. So it's your name, uh, your status, um, and then you can like have a link to a profile or to send a private message, right. and then uh, the date you joined. But so they do like swing ensemble understudy Broadway star Broadway legend, and that ha- yes. that gets upgraded yes, yes, the yes, more yes. posts you do. I think once you hit a thousand posts, you've gotten to Broadway legend. What are you? I don't know. I actually, to be fair, I think I'm a Broadway legend because I posted a lot between 2005 and 2008. Wow, um,
0: we're sitting with a Broadway legend.
1: I'm me and Audra. also, I
0: don't believe in the hierarchy of like swings being underneath Broadway le- legend. No, whatever. It, it's like,
1: well, yeah, that's that's fine. a whole other thing. Where it's like, oh, I'm it's working my way it's up fine. from understudy to Broadway legend. Right. <laughs> okay, Sutton Foster was an understudy. Hell yeah! So, just goes to show you what the talent. Of, level there is it's a lot it's a lot, it's a lot. Sw- <laughs> listen swings the brain of a swing in a broadway musical is I, one that i, I envy
0: can never comprehend Mm-mm. or do no, I mean, never. no
1: never no thank you um yeah so and then like people then start calling out on uh her behavior from heathers because there was a whole like tumultuous thing about heathers mm-hmm. which is still like so <laughs> i will say in terms of like Heather's, the because Barrett didn't, left Heather's rather abruptly. The mystery surrounding the drama of that is on the message board, and the fervor with with which people were trying to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> like you would have thought it was a Twin Peaks episode, and That's everyone was so like, "What funny. was this episode about?" I don't know.
0: And it's like obviously no one knew. No, so they no were no just anyone. like digging to nowhere. Yeah. They would
1: look on a Twitter account and they'd be like, well, so-and-so from the cast tweeted this today about having an apple. Do you think that's code that Barrett's out of the show? I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Um, I mean, I will say some of the investigations have been a little bit better. So things like, oh, they stopped following this person. Mm. They're... They, deleted this tweet and it's like okay like yeah that's better investigation Harriet the Spy but to be like well so and so sent a text from Puerto Vallarta do you think that means that they left the show permanently it's like no
0: they're on vacation
1: they're on vacation like I don't know like maybe their mom's sick in Puerto Vallarta and they had to go be with them like you don't know their lives there's so much again social media is a lie there's so much you don't know such a lie Um, are
0: there any specific posts from that thread that that you um, feel like are worth sharing or is it like Nah. more
1: more about like the people who are trying to figure out uh like what could have happened right uh, there is so there is also a post by the way so a friend made a good point when i summarized this thread to him that it's possible the conductor was also replaced mid-show because he or she would need to be involved in the writing up of a report for equity he said barrett was probably they could have done that
0: after the show <laughs>
1: Yes, <laughs> no, no, no. Yelling, blah, blah blah, and the conductor would have to verify what happened to report, and then somebody else, and the person after that's like, "Well, she sounds like a brat," blah blah blah. And everyone's like, "She's gonna get blacklisted." I'm like, "No." no. First of all, blacklisted on Broadway's not really a thing, um, but that's neither here nor there, uh, as evidenced by the guy who's currently playing Bernardo in fucking West Side Story. <sighs> In addition to him being a perverted asshole, he I also, also gave one of the worst performances I've ever seen in Carousel. So, like, double whammy. Uh,
0: I just yeah. But
1: then someone immediately was like, "Well, reports don't need to be written within minutes of the infraction. They could have waited till the end of the show." I'm like, yeah, it's not quite, it's not uh... quite nine one one emergency. Someone yelled at the conductor.
0: <laughs> oh, she squeaked.
1: She squeaked. My chair had a lot of opinions on so, that. Right. So
0: speaking of. I brought up this thread, which yes. is disgusting. The title is West Side Story Revival Will Cut I Feel Pretty and Somewhere Ballet. So someone Davy G just posted the link. The link. The next comment by Totally f I relate to him. <laughs> and a picture of John Gallagher Jr. from 2009 at most. Oh, how was you. Ew. Period. Mm-hmm. Next comment. So far, I am making a list of reasons to not go.
1: Oh, I need to find the threads because I want to. I want to yes, partake no, in this. Yes, no, we
0: need, to set, I need a scene partner. Yes, okay,
1: I need to partake in this Jesse Tyler Ferguson realness right now.
0: <laughs> and then Pal Joey goes, "Oh, for crap's sake!" Yes,
1: Pal Joey is a much older poster, and he's been very. He's vocal. a Broadway yes, legend. Yes, and he's been very vocal about his history with West Side Story because he worked on the revival that Leonard Bernstein and Jerome Robbins worked on in the eighties. Wow. Oh. So it's very personal to him. So okay, I get. Okay, okay, I get that.
0: Pal but Joey. all. But
1: also, like. Okay.
0: No, but all of these reactions are. You know, yeah. not invalid. It's just no. funny. It's just funny.
1: Yeah, um, to er- to everyone choosing not to read the article and just have knee jerk reactions, and then quote this was from Vote Peron. Um, yes, yeah, so and that was all wonderful stuff from finishing the hat. Great. Um,
0: okay, good. Okay, so some people agreeing. Good. I feel pretty is deeply out of place with where it falls in the plot and stops the momentum cold. I'm all in for a more streamlined, visceral WSS. Oh, by the way, like, if you spell out a show on the message board, like, mm-hmm. you are not, you're, you're y- not you cool. gotta, you gotta leave. It's not West Side like, Story, even, it's WSS. Yes, and even if it's, like, the musical Big, you better write B. Like, like, you better write. Melanie
1: Brook. Did you just reference Big in My Presence? Of
0: course I did. Oh my god. Hello. You know that but we like, have an
1: episode about Big the Musical.
0: Do you? It's, we,
1: one, I haven't listened a to A back. recent... A recent you have you listened to any of the podcasts? Yes. Wait, really?
0: Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. What episodes
1: did you listen to? If I may be so bold.
0: LOL. I lied. I haven't. Just kidding. I, no, no, no. I have. I listened to uh, the one with Charlotte Moppy.
1: Which was, she's an icon. Uh,
0: discussing Oklahoma is really was, great.
1: Yeah, she's a very um, wonderful person.
0: I've listened to just a few of you and John. Mm-hmm. I also listened to the one about tapping that you did recently. With Kayla Friend, my dear really, friend Caitlin. That was really great. Thank you. Um yeah. That,
1: that, oh my god, a fan. A fan. Uh, no, but uh my friend Mike Bellow, we talked about Big. That was his probably obsession. Because oh. we love we love
0: Big.
1: He's a director, right? Yeah, yes. he's he's a he's director. He's um, wonderful. Uh Oh, for crap's sake, PJ, we need you. Please, we need you. Get us through this, please. That's from LJ889, who has a avatar of the original foursome in Follies. <laughs> um, which is like, bitch, I'm here for it. Um, Wicked Rocks, who is Cynthia Revo in color purple as their avatar wrote, dot, dot, dot. And it's intermissionless. Lord, the casting felt like a wrong turn and these edits don't do anything to convince me otherwise. <laughs> and then Southern Cakes, who has no avatar, rude, wrote, no intermission, this show is long as it is. And
0: then George and Dot, Avatar, South Pacific. I love that this show has pushed away all the woke kids by casting, is it Amar? Amari? Amari. Amari, whatever. We'll, we'll, we don't well, even care. every time we say and a name, we'll just have a fart the, sound. And pushed away all the make Broadway great again boomer ga- By the way, don't, don't say that. No. No. It's fucking
1: make stupid. Make Broadway
0: great again boomer gaze by cutting the worst song in the show. LOL, who is it for? Um, <laughs> I can't. But like,
1: that was also a, an example of like quote unquote wit that I found to be in very poor taste and just like it derails your point because right. I'm like, what a like, shitty stop, thing to say. Like, you're
0: just trying to be funny, but it's not, it's not working. No.
1: Um, um, and then who Cad, who is Raul Esparza. Cad is another poster who I actually, like, a great deal. Um, because there was also talk how there's going to be video projection uh, in it. yes. And Cad wrote, uh, Cad writes, video in an, in a Van Hove production? Groundbreaking.
0: That's good. I love and that. And then the next comment is, obviously Amari's casting is erroneous, but I am all for talented directors erroneous. having-
1: is it erroneous? Or? Help.
0: No, it's fully erroneous. I can't speak or say um, words. She's an actress. So you need to
1: give her the words.
0: <laughs> Amare, erroneous, talented directors. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, Amare's casting is erroneous, but I'm all for talented directors having the ability to develop a pre-existing text to streamline their production approach. This intermission and I Feel Pretty and West Side Story are both annoying. I'm all for cutting them. Whoa.
1: Yeah. A Not lot opinion. of people were like very for, the, for I Feel Pretty. They're like, good. That song's unnecessary. And I'm like... It's not, though. And then there's some, there are people who come on and then defend it, dramatically speaking, rather than just, like, just it's iconic and people know it. And more, right. more like, here's what that song brings to it. Um, they also then link to Natalie Walker's Twitter, which I love. She was also a guest on this podcast once. Uh, love. She's, again, National Treasure. Why is the West Side Revival cutting I Feel Pretty and the Summer Ballet? Did they commit sexual misconduct in the workplace?
0: Brilliant.
1: Thank you, And I also Natalie. saw
0: another tweet that was like, it's crazy how much backlash this is getting. But when uh, Amari was cast, there were like you know, there was backlash, but not enough because yeah. he's still in it. Yes, um, which I wholeheartedly agree with.
1: To him still being in it. Oh an my god, editor, No, <gasps> I was okay, you psychopath. Thank
0: god. Oh my god! Cut! Thank
1: God! No, girl. if that came
0: off like that, cut that immediately. No, I wholeheartedly no. agree with there being much more backlash. Yes, on true. cutting. I feel pretty than there was. Um. On, uh...
1: On Amar's casting. Yes. Uh, Yes. Well, it's... So this is actually... My my brain works in very weird ways. I don't know why. Uh, But it reminded me of The Inheritance for a second, just because a lot of people... We can empathize, but it's very difficult for people to... call to action for things that don't necessarily affect them. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Like, really kind of making a point and taking a stand for things that don't necessarily impact them. Right. Um... So, like, there was backlash with Lamar, but it, a lot of the men I know, gay men I know, who heard the news were more sort of like, yeah, it sucks, but like, what can you do? And were much more vocal about I feel pretty in the summer ballet, because to them, like, that was just so important. And they're like, right. oh, so this affects you more than the other thing, which is like, okay, we won't get into that, because mm-hmm. that's like a five hour discussion per day, for the next month. But, but like, so this affects you more, so you're gonna be much more vocal on Facebook and Twitter now because of this. Mm -hmm. Um, And with Inheritance, that was sort of something where it's, like, the main character is one of the few people I've seen in drama where it's, like, he is actually compassionate to the degree that not about what how it affects him but Mm. more what it does for the other person which I think is very lovely Mm. but that's neither here nor there it just reminded me of that for a second Um, that was a long way to say what I was saying but I said it anyway
0: no that's that's true and it's And bringing it back to the boards. The boards. It's just... Keep
1: going while I find some more things to say. It's interesting
0: that, like, even though now we have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have all of these places where people can say things and interact. Mm -hmm. This is still alive and thriving. And I think it's because it's so streamlined to this very specific... I mean, I guess you could...
1: There was also, um, there's a new website now called Broadway Beat. Have you seen it? No. It's a it's like the onion for Broadway news. Oh, um, that's So, it's, it is, I like it a lot. Um, my three favorite posts they had recently, one was the West Side Story one, where they're like new article about West Side Story reveals that, um, Van Huff, they will also be cutting, uh, the Rumble, Tony's Death, Tony, <laughs> all other <laughs> songs, uh, all the dance, um, and then they also, my other two favorites were, um, Brave Actor, uh, shares their self-tape audition bloopers on instagram and i'm
0: like that's rich.
1: and then they're also like uh new study finds that uh if you go see theater and didn't post a selfie of yourself with the Playbill covering your small little mouth you didn't see the show <laughs>
0: that's which, great i'll have to read that which i
1: take offense to because that was something that i started doing two years ago never having seen anyone do it before then i saw everyone doing it so i don't that's another chicken in the egg i'm not saying i started it you but started I'm just saying, it i started it you let's say it right now but I didn't do it because I saw other people doing it. I did it because I hate my smile. And, what? Uh, well, it, it's true. It was it was a, it was was a an easy way for me to take a selfie with the playbill and not have to worry about how I was smiling. It was just like, ha! Um, but then... I
0: also hate my smile. You've got a lovely smile. Thank you. We're coming to terms.
1: Okay. But so do you. I know you weren't. Thank you. We, neither one of us is fishing, but we're just... I am supporting your smile.
0: I'm supporting yours. Someone
1: needs to come and support your smile. Thank you. Um, <laughs>
0: okay, here I have pulled up the Broadway World Message Board Usage Guidelines. Yes, please. And the rules. And just some of these you wouldn't suspect. So, did you know that profanity is strictly banned?
1: Like strictly. If,
0: yeah, I didn't know that. So, you'll get deleted if you say any...
1: If you say fuck shit.
0: Yeah, anything. You're gone. Well, uh,
1: well what about if And it's,
0: repeat offenders will be banned.
1: Well, so I wonder if there's... Because uh, people sometimes will do like F... Asterisk asterisk mm. K. So it's I
0: guess that's okay.
1: I guess that's okay, yeah. I mean that's what I do. It
0: says critiques and opinions based solely on ageism, physical appearance, and other individual physical characteristics are not permitted. Hmm. I agree. Cool, I guess.
1: Um it's just so specific. Well, that probably came from when well, I don't know when that actually came from, but that reminds me of when the New York Times reviewed Smokey Joe's Cafe. Do you remember this? Yes. Um, this actually. So this is something I'd love to hear your opinion about this.
0: Sure.
1: I read the review after like all the brouhaha about it because it was all about Alicia Umfris, and everyone was like, "Well, the critic is body shaming her." And I read the review, and actually, what the critic was doing was calling out the costume designer for f- not dr- for not dressing Alicia Umfris to her best advantage. It was like Alicia Umfris is like just technically speaking curvier than like. The two-pound girl next to her, so why are they wearing the same costume? Like, give Alicia for something where she can be sexy and mm-hmm. don't give her something that's too small for her, that doesn't flatter her. She's a goddess. Give her something to make her look like a goddess.
0: Right. Um, I just think there's probably a way to do that without...
1: Mentioning it.
0: Mentioning her. Just pointing out anything that has to do with a woman's body. Like, it's just... Just don't. Just, like, don't.
1: No, absolutely. I agree with that. I would... I think there's... As I said, there's a way to bring it up. But uh, what I... I found the issue at the root of it all Mm -hmm. was really more, like... How sometimes Broadway just doesn't know what to fucking do with people who are not size twos. Mm.
0: And it's just wild, like, being an actor in this business and how much... I mean, and just being a woman or just a human in this world. How much is ingrained of what your body should be. And and we can talk about how we're making forward steps. But, like, only recently Mm -hmm. did I come to terms with, like, the fact that I have big boobs. So, like... Like, you laugh and it's truly funny, but like, I go in for a lot of younger characters, sure. high school, whatever. And, you know, apparently on stage, if you're in high school, you can't have boobs. Do people in high school have boobs? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I would truly, like, ace bandage down my boobs and go into auditions and, like, it's just the way it has to be. Because I'm, like, a small person, so, like, that would just make me look older or, like, Mm -hmm. more mature. It's just so crazy. Yeah. And, like, I still, like, reach for my sports bra sometimes and I have to consciously be, like, no, it's okay. This person who is 20 years old can have boobs. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just... It's no,
1: wild. I absolutely feel you. And I'm, this is part of the reason why I kind of got out of that game. It's just... it, And there is that internal struggle of I want the job, but I also want to be okay with me. And mm. if I change my appearance for the job, does that mean I'm not okay with me? Or if I... Uh, well, there,
0: it's hard. It's like there's a fine line between commitment to a role. Because I'm all about, like, I have a few hair pieces. I, like, mm-hmm. will go and commit... And there's a fine line between that and like losing yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, it, are you compromising yourself to land a job that you might not be right for, like, or that, or that fits to someone's aesthetic of who you should be?
0: Well, my struggle throughout the past, like, through my career, and I've just now recently have kind of come to terms and figured it out. I think, but I think it'll always be a thing for me is just figuring out where I fit in, in the business and what my type is or whatever that means. But it's true because I never knew like, should I commit to this? Should I commit to that? Instead of just being like, wait, who am I actually? And that's, what's going to ring most true mm-hmm. instead of trying to squeeze myself into like a musical theater box that was created. I not know. It sounds kind of cheesy and like,
1: and I have to say, musical theater boxes and types is something that really, in the grand scheme of the history of musical theater, is very new. Um, like, think about ingenues and quote-unquote character actors and just leading roles mm-hmm. throughout the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Like, mm-hmm. there's no true definition. Like, we have the ingenue and the juvenile and right, the character actors, right. sure. But the the... <sighs> the type of that kind of changed from show to show. Like people say all the time, like a young Barbara Harris would not book a lead show, a lead on a Broadway show anymore. Like you, that role in on a clear day or in the apple tree would not go to someone like her who is like so fucking talented and, and diverse and, and odd and not a size two, not a six pack, but beautiful as well. And, 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 I hate, I'm, I've already called that the word, but I'll say it anyway. It's, it's my generic hyperbole special. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, that the, the Barbara Harris is not a type. Barbara Harris is Barbara Harris. Right. Um, and Carol Channing was not a type. Carol Channing was Carol Channing. Right, and you're but,
0: told that throughout all your training. It's like, the best thing you can do is just be true to yourself and blah, blah, blah. It's just so much harder to put that into practice and, like, really figure that out for yourself. Yeah. Some people are born with, like, that intrinsic knowledge of who they are. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I think it's... And I think we are moving towards, in theater, wanting to see people who we can relate to more than who we can... idolize. Like, tell do you know what
1: no, I... No, no, I... Well, so it's... I mean,
0: there's there's several... Go on.
1: Well, no, sorry, I don't. I, um,
0: <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. We no, you
1: chat. do know what you're saying. Um, I'm gonna talk while you form the thought because I see the I see the words coming together in your head right now. <laughs> um, but I will take this moment to say, in terms of idolize versus relate to. When people, speaking of Disney princesses, people always ask, like, who's your favorite Disney princess? And I'm like, well, who do I think is the best role model or who's Mm. the one I relate to the most?
0: Mm. Because
1: I relate the most to Ariel. You know this. Uh, But I think Belle is And you can appreciate
0: both. Yeah, Belle is a
1: phenomenal role model. But why I relate to Ariel is I actually think she's one of the most complex and flawed of the Disney princesses. Not in theory, just as a human being Mm -hmm. or as as an individual. She has um, traits about her that are are both her... uh, her her power and her downfall Mm -hmm. the fact that she is headstrong and she's courageous and she has tunnel vision and goes for what she wants is both a great thing for her and it's what leads to all this drama and things that shouldn't have to happen Mm -hmm. um bell is more level-headed and and more self-aware and is not out for number one but like if her personal safety is compromised she's like fuck this i'm out Mm -hmm. which is something that's very hard to do in real life and it's great to watch someone do that in a film right. per se and be like, I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Bella, I'm like, I want to be like that Ariel, I'm like, I'm more like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I feel you about that with shows. I feel like in terms of the physical element of the person themselves, sure. Like we're getting better about seeing people who we relate to having more diversity in, in skin color in body size. Yes. I think we're getting better in terms of the actual writing. I would disagree. I think mm-hmm. it's gotten a little, I think there's so many ways in so many ways in which theater has grown and is shifting and that's phenomenal. The more shows that actually I think have complex characters are the shows that tend to get annihilated a bit more because mm. the characters don't always act in a great way mm. and people then assume that that means the shows condoning their actions and I disagree with that. I think it is um, you're watching 95% of stories are someone making the wrong decision for 2 acts and then finally learning the right decision at the end.
0: Dear Evan Hansen. Dear
1: Evan Hansen. Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said Light in the Piazza. That's whole. Like that's Margaret's whole journey. Yeah. Um. And that's what makes compelling theater. And that's right. what makes us relate to someone is the the mistakes they make and the fall, the faults that they have, the flaws that they have. Um. And coming to terms with it. It's the characters who are like just so earnestly saintful. They're like, ah, oh, brilliant show. Love it. Amazing. It's like, no, we can respect it and we can idolize them, but there's something not shallow but false there. Right. That doesn't move me. Like I. Don't cry often at the theater. I cried at Violet and I cried at Fun Home mm. because of the truly human elements mm. of those characters. Yes. I didn't cry at Dear Van Hansen. Uh,
0: I cried when I saw it off Broadway. Mm-hmm. Never again did I cry. But the fur I had no idea what I was walking into off Broadway. Sure. And it was like, wow. Well, and also that's not
1: a metric of like whether I liked it or not. Oh, no, I enjoyed Evan Hansen okay. very much. I think it's a lovely show. Yes,
0: but I was emotionally affected, Yes, for like,
1: sure. I did not expect to get a little teary at the end of groundhog day but i did Aww. um i really enjoyed it and that was a show that i felt got ve- a very uh unfairly treated because mm. the main character is a dick right um but the whole point is how you see this man be awful mm-hmm. and become a better person but i knew too many people were like he was awful for 70 percent of the show i'm like yeah kind of the point uh right. but that's neither here nor there but you were saying idolize role models seeing people on stage that you that you can relate to you were making a sentence in your head about that, and then I got off the beaten track with Ariel, and as it, I tend to.
0: And it never was fully formed, so okay. we, we take it back, it's fine. Okay, it's fine.
1: Um, reading, so reading that West Side Story thread just now... Yes. You and me both. <laughs> takeaways from it, positive, negative, ridiculous. The, po- the, the good, the bad, and the ridiculous. That's what I would call Broadway World.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so positive, I think... Well, it's hard now with the policing, but I feel like what it used to be was like a safe space to voice your opinions with other people who are just as obsessed with such a specific mm-hmm. thing as you. So it was fun to like banter with these people and for us to just read the banter. Yeah. Because we we're lurkers. Um, so that's the positive. Uh, negative, I think it's just a breeding ground for. Trolls. hmm But now, positive of policing is that maybe those trolls are
1: they get less f- free reign.
0: Right. Right.
1: But but then also when an honest negative post is posted and that gets deleted, it, it then sends the message of oh, am I never supposed to feel mm. this way ever? Right. Um. And often, like, without warning, it's, 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 again, it's the way that they delete it is also very sneaky. It's like, you'll post it, and then an hour later, you'll post, your post will be gone. Hmm. Um, and you're just like, what? And it's, and it's also a very personal, uh, choice, because it's, it's, it's a human moderator who is looking through and making the decisions to cut stuff. Who
0: has that job?
1: Some gay... Can you have them on the podcast? (laughs) I want to have that person on the podcast. Some gay (laughs) named... Raphael, who probably voted for tyra sanchez like
0: wait is it is he really named rafael no i
1: don't know i'm i am bullied... you
0: have knowledge that i could never dream of so i'm like he probably knows <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i just have an imagination like you've never dreamed of <laughs> um yeah uh yeah i agree with you on all that and then the ridiculous just the
0: ridiculous well that's I... like the
1: uninformed opinions that just come in like stating it as fact
0: that yes and just all the usernames and just all the the mm-hmm. hierarch- help words.
1: Oh you say hierarchy?
0: Ha 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 hierarchy. Ha, ha of the way that they rank people on swing understudy Broadway star mm-hmm. etc. Um well, and but- then also
1: like the there's a- also ageism <laughs> on the board. Um it's Which the, is banned. it's just, it's banned for ageism but it's the older crowd patronizing the younger not patronizing um demeaning the younger crowd for their either lack of knowledge or lack of insight so if they're like oh i if they're like what's your favorite show they're like oh i really love tuck everlasting They're like Ugh, learn like open a book It's right. like,
0: <laughs> it's like
1: well no like my favorite Broadway musical growing up was you know Susicle. Mm-hmm. and that changed over time and i still love Susical it has a place in my heart but no as you learn and as you expand your horizons you learn more and so that is a gift that the older crowd can give to the younger crowd that's not always the case but then the younger crowd is often not willing to accept it sometimes when that hand is offered Mm -hmm. it's like well no mean girls is the best musical ever taylor laderman is more talented than barbara cook ever was Mm -hmm. whoever the fuck that is go fuck yourself right and it's like (sighs) yeah uh, another moment in the inheritance that I'm going to bring up. I'm going to bring it up just because I saw it yesterday. It's <laughs> yes, still no, fresh it's... in my brain. Sorry, everybody. You'll hear me talk and about it again. John, ten hours of your day. Some, yeah, <laughs> I mean, something like that. The show started at one, uh, let out at four thirty. Had dinner with my grandmother till six thirty. Second show was seven till ten fifteen. Damn. Damn. It was a long ass day. Um, but there is a conversation in the second part. There are, two, well, there are two dinner discussions, one in part one, one in part two, that are both have a lot of great political thoughts, but I'm also like, cut this in half, because half of it... The dramatic undertone happening here doesn't happen until the last second, and Rip. you can get to it faster. I was waving my hands. That. <laughs> Melanie saw that. You didn't. Um, I was waving my hands, like waving that away. Second part, there's a political discussion uh, between one of the main characters and all of his friends and the guy that he's dating, who's an older gay, who's a Republican, and they're talking about the economy and the country and all that stuff. And the the character that everyone keeps saying is special or is, you know, remarkable. And, and the whole point is that he can empathize and he's trying to realize. He's saying, he goes, I'm trying to find... The link between what you are saying and what Henry is saying. And then one of the characters goes, there is no link. Like, there's no connection there. And he goes, there has to be. Because if there isn't a link, then we will explode. And I need to have people connect. Like, there needs to be a through mm. line at some point. You have to extend your hand. and You have to extend yours. And you have to start seeing each other's viewpoints and compromising. Mm. Like a relationship. Right. Uh, there is someone on... Uh, why won't you date me who said all relationships are just one person saying what they want the other person saying what they want and finding a compromise as someone who's not in one you are in one I'm assuming that's somewhere close to the truth yeah
0: I don't disagree great with that great statement. Yeah. good
1: I love to hear I love to be told I'm right thank you <laughs> uh, but I, it's sort of that's how I feel about with the message boards in terms of people who have the experience who have the knowledge and the history mm-hmm. the people who have the hunger to learn and are passionate uh and the energy uh finding that link of here's what i know here's what i can give you and, like i'm willing to accept it and like mm-hmm. here's where things are at now that you need that you need now to know
0: right yeah it's like connection. linking the generations yes i was linking my hands again because no, was, at what other place will you get like a 70 year old man who saw the original cast of
1: West Side story West
0: that story talking to a 13-year-old boy who just saw his first musical and is really excited so Googled and now you know yeah. like that's kind of special
1: and I wish that happened a bit more mm-hmm. um, it doesn't as much anymore It, I think part of also what has informed me is that I've been very fortunate to become friends with a lot of older gays in my time <laughs> I'm pretty much an older gay myself uh, I did greet Melanie in a cardigan um, <laughs> lovely cardigan got it for five dollars a banana um, yes uh, but it's, we're all so eager to just talk. Um, and I am very guilty of this as you've listened to the podcast and to me today. It's difficult for a lot of people to listen. It's more, I'm sitting here waiting for the moment to say what I want to say next. Mm. And so the conversation is no longer a conversation. It's two monologues at each other. Right? Um, and I wish that more people were willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something you don't agree with. Listen just for a second and then process and then respond Mm -hmm. people are more willing to take what you have to say when they know that you've listened to them to them as well Mm
0: -hmm. totally
1: (laughs) (laughs) sorry i also have said before i laugh like a gay coyote Um, (laughs) Totally. (laughs)
0: totally
1: totally i wish i could change it i can't but you know what you have big boobs. I have a gay Kyle. We can't laugh. change ourselves. We can't change ourselves. We gotta
0: just let them free we can, into we, the world. We
1: can better ourselves. We can strengthen our bodies to be immune to disease and to kick face limpered way. And we can expand our mind and our perspectives. But you know what? I can't change my laugh, and your boobs are your boobs, and we're happy about it.
0: Yes. Um, Also, let me just shout out the message boards on one more thing. It's a great place to go if you need to know, uh, if, like, you're getting student rush tickets, you need mm -hmm. to just know logistics of shit, like... Uh, does is this seat a good view? Like, is this worth waking up and going to Rush for? Or am I going to see, like, a quarter of the stage? Just uh, that aspect, it's very helpful.
1: Yeah, and, like, is someone going to be in the show at this time? Right. They, they, like,
0: people have the info.
1: And that's, and love to share it. And that's one of the few times where people aren't snarky. They're like, yeah, that's a good seat. Or, like, this right. is right. one of the few times like, people aren't. Thank are in, you. <laughs> yeah,
0: they,
1: thank you so much. What a pleasant conversation. <laughs> thank you so much. I will, I do want to throw one quick uh, Molotov cocktail. That's how you say it? Molotov?
0: They're having trouble today. I think it's Molotov.
1: Molotov. No, it's not Molotov. Is it? I'm quoting Jason from Good Place. He's like, Molotov cocktail.
0: Is it Molotov?
1: Maybe. I have no clue. I'm
0: looking it up. Look
1: it up. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. They did 100% steal my Broadway interview series. (gasps) Um, I have no proof of it other than the fact that if you look at my series and you look at their series, it's edited the same. It's the same basic. cocktail.
0: so not well with words today You're it's right. okay I feel it was so just like old. a jewish flair
1: molotov um we are singing a song in the gay men's chorus uh where we have to sing uh i spend rosh hashanah in arizona and one of the numbers of the chorus is like it's actually pronounced rosh Shona, which is why it rhymes with arizona and it's and we're like most people know it as rosh hashanah and it's meant to be like a forced rhyme that's right. the joke but he was like it's rosh Shona. i'm like Jordan, shut up. Um,
0: <laughs> Jordan Catalano, shut up.
1: <laughs> Jordan Catalano, shut up. Um, shut up, pal Joey. Uh, yeah, they they did, I do truly believe that they stole it. Um, and I will include this again because I need more people to recognize it. You look at Broadway, you look at Baking in on Broadway, you look at Backstage Bright, it's very similar editing style, very similar format idea, mm. to the point that, like, I thought I was crazy when it came out. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, like, am I just going crazy, Whatever. I've had multiple people DM me and be like, I just saw this and like, what? So, no, no, this is not to be any kind of offense to the host. Wait, uh, what was the
0: name of yours?
1: uh, Baking It on Broadway. Yeah. And theirs was Backstage Bite. Wait. What?
0: That's wild.
1: Yeah. Justice for Baking It on Broadway. Justice
0: for Baking It on Broadway. Hashtag justice for Baking It on Broadway.
1: And they've had had a couple people that we've had guests on. You know Alex Boniello, right?
0: Yes, we're very good friends.
1: Yes, he was on Baking It on Broadway. I want to say he might have been on Backstage Bright. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but yeah, like we were around like a solid year and a half before that came out, and it is very that's incredibly similar. sus. Yeah, um, and again, and it, I want to believe the best in people. That like it was just one hundred percent a coincidence. That's but it toxic is very that's toxic positivity. <laughs> or so, that's me trying to like <gasps> not throw someone under the bus who didn't deserve it. Because the truth is, I don't know. I that began
0: on Broadway was you.
1: What do you mean have you heard of it?
0: Yeah, no, I think I watched it before I knew you.
1: Okay yeah no that was me. Oh my God that good job
0: <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't know> it. <laughs> Good job on that.
1: Thank you Melanie just knows me as the writer um it's I think
0: we should reveal how we know each
1: other Oh do, okay, let's do it. we've been we've been teasing it all day long. <laughs> Melanie, how do we know each other?
0: We well I we I, I did a reading mm-hmm. of Matt's was it a web series or what it wasn't clear it was a, se- it
1: was a series it was it, it was too long series. to be like a web series because okay. those are usually like five minutes um yes. but it was intended to go for like streaming purposes or right. like youtube right. i called it a web series i'm like we'll just raise money and put it on youtube and everybody's like you know web series are usually five minutes right yours is like 30
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a full length
1: <laughs> this is a full length episode
0: our drama yes
1: but melanie partook in a reading of. The, actually, the last reading of of that series, oh, really? yeah, before we filmed a little uh, proof of concept. Yes, nice. she did a she did a fantastic job. <sighs>
0: Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: Um, but uh, speaking of Little Mermaid, there is a whole rant.
0: Oh, it's brilliant! <laughs> it's real good.
1: <laughs> Thank you, love. The character that I wrote for myself because I say I don't audition anymore, and it's true. But I do like I do, I do misperforming. Um, I wrote a character for myself, very similar to me, um, <laughs> who. Has like everything like wants. He has like all these things where he wants the relationship, he wants the job, he wants all this stuff. But he's living with his mom. It's a lot of things are going wrong, and the whole first season is him kind of suppressing a lot of shit, and going for um, not a obtainable, but like uh, goals where you can actually like see the progress of your success. Like you want a boyfriend, you are in a relationship now. You want to live in your own apartment, you have an apartment. Now, like right. these material things. And in the season one finale, they all all the things that he's been working hard to get all kind of blow up in his face. Mm-hmm. And there's a running joke throughout the series that he has this obsession with all things from his childhood, Disney, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he gets very drunk at a uh, loft party thrown by a friend of his from college, played by you. And she's like, go talk to some of my writer friends from Vulture. And he goes, because he like, he's trying to be a writer for Vulture and things like that and can't get... You know his uh, spat in the face there let alone an interview uh and eventually goes on this somehow it leads to this big drunken tirade about the little mermaid and the themes of it that people often neglect when watching it and i get it on in some ways because we all view things differently based off of our life journeys who we mm-hmm. are there's that two percent that is our filter that means we, you and I can watch the same movie and get totally different things from mm-hmm. it. So I do know that as a gay man, I view The Little Mermaid differently than all my female friends. Uh, but as a gay man, I had my own very specific viewpoint of it, which is what the character, which I did. Th- the character is not autobiographical, I should say, except for his living situation and his view of The Little and Mermaid. <laughs> Those are literally the only two things. But I did write that and I was very afraid how the room was going to react because there was a lot of people who I didn't know very well like you and cassie levine and the people who i did know very well and i'm like oh my god this is a it's a five page speech and everyone's gonna just be like what the fuck is wrong with you but you remember (laughs) you went over very
0: well yes i remember you came up
1: to me afterwards and you're like i enjoyed that thoroughly and i was like oh (laughs) great that's very nice it
0: was great Thank One you. day you must do a live reading.
1: uh maybe I will. I, I mean, the basic themes of it I have spoken about on this podcast before, like what I feel like the movie's about, and specifically that final scene. Oh, okay. Good. Um, but the monologue itself has not been performed. <laughs> maybe if everyone, maybe if I get a new review for this fucking podcast, I've been asking since July, I will give a dramatic reading of that monologue. So listen up. I'll
0: give an anonymous review <laughs> under Cal <laughs> <I'll> Jones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, um, Melanie. This has been delightful. I think we should wrap it up before we go on for too long, and we just start going down the rabbit hole of. <laughs> I our mean, lives. we could read
0: threads for for hours, for
1: little hours. But so,
0: recommend you do that on your own time. Yes,
1: BroadwayWorld.com. It's a it's a wonderful message board. It's a terrible message board. It's a ridiculous There's message so board. So many
0: things. I'm glad that we spoke about it yeah. brought the attention it deserves yeah
1: absolutely we, we named some people who we enjoyed some but people. honestly I feel
0: like when it gets attention it's always negative so yeah. it's nice to talk about the positive things yeah
1: too. I mean we did talk about all of the, the elements yeah. yes, no, but we, no, we
0: trashed it but like we also talked about the positives yeah well we trashed it
1: because we talked about the positives and we trashed right. it as people who have giant histories with it and the right. way that like you talk about family
0: exactly it's like, you
1: can't talk shit about my sister but I can yes. like you yes. don't know what she was like at 13 That's how I feel about Broadway World. It's like, you don't know what this thing was once and what it was to me. Yep. Right. I feel like I'm I'm Jewish, but I feel like I'm Italian when I say that. Um, Melanie, where can people find you on the social medias?
0: Oh, you can find me under my AIM screen name that I've never changed. And it's MellyB14, honey. Not honey. (laughs) MellyB14. And I'm never going to change it against all professional advice. Mm,
1: Same thing. Well... I did actually change mine. So you can find me, Matt Cop like K-O-P-L-I-K, on Instagram. I don't Hashtag have a Twitter.
0: justice for... Baking it on... Wait, baking,
1: baking it on Broadway. Hashtag for... Big ju- fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag justice for baking it on Broadway.
1: It's okay. It's erroneous.
0: It's erroneous. Bye. It's erroneous. It's a
1: Molotov cocktail. It's a bridge on a view. And <laughs> it's a bridge on a view, baby. <laughs> it's an baby. erroneous
0: bridge on a view, honey. It's erroneous
1: bridge <laughs> on a view, honey. Um, and then you have a website. I know.
0: I have a website. It's Melanie, myname.com.
1: MelanieBork.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything coming up that people can catch you in? Concerts? Performances?
0: I am doing... Uh, I I have an episode of a new show called Mrs. Fletcher coming out. With Catherine Hunt. Yes, with Catherine Hunt. Amazing. Um and I'm about to do a film opposite Christian Rodriguez, who was in the original Broadway cast of Spring Awakening.
1: And the revival cast.
0: And the revival, which is weird. I have this connection to the Spring Awakening people. You do? This is a short film. It's like I don't think it's gonna be a big deal, but the fact that I get to act with Krista Rodriguez. Is very cool.
1: The fact that you're in it is a big deal.
0: Right. This right. is
1: you own. <laughs> you own your credits, girl. I'm, I'm it, baby. Very proud of you. Very excited for you. Um, Miss Melanie. We close out every episode mm-hmm. with a Broadway diva. Um, granted, we've had 55 episodes so far, so it's good oh. chance your immediate response is someone who have probably had. So let me grab my laptop and because I I have it listed because I'm okay, that guy. Good,
0: good, good. Um, let me try to think of someone who's not like the first person that comes to mind.
1: Oh, we might have some people that are not the first person you'd come to mind, too.
0: Michelle Park. Yes! Let's see Michelle Park.
1: Oh, my God. Maisie LaBird. Let's
0: see
1: Maisie LaBert. Maisie LaBert. And she lives in that tree. She lives Enough about you. Horton. Let's talk, talk about, about me. me. Oh, speaking of Sousa Cal, um, let me make sure. Let me just make Let's sure.
0: talk about, talk about, talk about, talk
1: about, Let me, talk about, talk about, about, yeah. Yeah. Let me double check. Just make sure, make sure. Um, yeah. I think, Michelle Pock. Yeah, I she's love that. She's an icon. She is... Oh, she's absolutely an icon. she's a an friend icon. and mentor. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I wanted to <laughs> make sure like, because uh, Patrick Salkin came on and talked oh, about Seussical, man. and I wanted to make sure we didn't have Michelle Pock for that, but we had uh, Carolee Carmella for that. I don't know why. Okay. I think he just wanted it. Uh, Michelle Pock, yeah. Does that work? Does that right. work? Michelle Pock is a Tony winner. Um... Former teacher of Alex Boniello, by the way.
0: And me, me and Alex went to school together.
1: That's how you know each other? Yes. Amazing! Yes. So, that there you go. Yes. There you go. Because, yeah, he came on and he was like, yeah, Michelle Pac taught me. And he's like, you know, Tony winner Michelle Pock, And I went, um, Maisie Hello? La Bird. <laughs> Maisie Michelle
0: La
1: Bird. Bird. And, uh, Fräulein Kost slash, uh, Fritzy in cabaret.
0: And, uh, short lived Stint at Mama Mia.
1: Very short-lived in Mama Mia, Tony winner for Hollywood Arms. Mm-hmm. She sings Mistress of the Senator oh, in Hello Again.
0: Iconic.
1: Icon. That's where she met
0: her husband, John Dawson. hmm
1: She's also uh, Naughty Baby in Crazy For You.
0: Oh. Like
1: girls been around. Oh she is she's, she's And got now she's it in all. a
0: play uh, at doing an off Broadway play that's getting very good reviews. I forgot the name, so love You're that. a wonderful
1: student. We love. We love. We 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 stand. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'll uh, everybody, this has been Broadway Breakdown. Um, you're Melanie Brook. Tis. Tis. I'm Matt Uh Thank you so much for coming, Melanie. Such a blast. Thank you. This was so fun. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and this is Michelle Pock, So until next time, guys, just keep breaking. I don't know. Um, <laughs> bye. Thank you, Michelle. Bye. bye. <laughs> Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives.